0: We are in the new year, boys. It's 2022. Football hasn't stopped. Well, unless, of course, you have a COVID outbreak, in which case, you know, you tra- shut down your training facility and you got to rearrange games and things like that. But, you know, it's, you know, normal Premier League stuff, right? Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. <laughs> this, works- the light. Oh, this is Red Card Radio. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever you're listening from. Thanks for tuning in. Red Card Radio is a weekly look at the Premier League from three friends who support different clubs. My name is James. I support Arsenal. With me tonight is Brad. He supports Chelsea. And Sean, he supports Tottenham. As always, gentlemen. Gentlemen, how are we doing?
1: Fantastic.
0: Yeah.
1: L- no way, Sean's feeling is good.
0: I'm fine. <laughs> he's probably he's probably happy at this point, um, but yeah, all, all three of our teams were in action over the last week, so we we do have some football to talk about that was pr- pertaining to our teams, uh, which is nice. Um, I know there was a stretch there where Spurs were just on like a nice little winter break, you know, putting their feet up at the pool, and drinking some pina coladas in in Dubai. So I'm I'm glad that they're playing football again, ready to uh, get That's to Christmas, nice, th- James. Yeah, they went, you know, took took a break. They I said they were in Dubai. So it's warm in Dubai right now.
2: Christmas in Dubai.
0: Why not? You know, I'm sure it's nice.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> He's so mad right now. He's like,
2: oh, it just, I, was, I can't respond to this. Going, nobody's going to Dubai. Yo, break We didn't play, but I can't respond to they're this. Roasting, they're roasting chestnuts by the fire. <laughs>
0: Breaking the fourth wall a little bit, Brad. I don't think that he is upset about the result today. I think he's just more upset about the circumstances regarding when we started recording this podcast. I think that's more what he's annoyed about. But I digress. Loyal listeners, I really appreciate you guys tuning in. If you guys are new here, hit that subscribe button. Uh, Give us a like, give us a follow, um, all those things. Uh, Rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts if that's the platform you're listening to us on. If you're on YouTube and you have an iPhone, Yo, rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts, anyway. Yo, download iTunes, hit us with a five star on iTunes. We would really appreciate that. It helps us grow, helps us reach a new audience, pushes us up the sports uh, board on on iTunes. I think we're pretty close to actually getting to the top 200, which I think is interesting, uh, according to Brad, who's our statistician on those types of things. But as always, leave us a comment. Do those things because it really, we really appreciate it. it means a lot to us. Um, we would love nothing more than to 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 hear a new listener give us a comment uh you know every week so that that's something that we really look forward to is looking at those comments um so we would really appreciate if you do that uh, we wouldn't want anything to befall you or any kind of inconvenience to happen in your life right right sean
2: yeah because if you don't like subscribe rate review five star then what may happen to you is your ice maker may have a slow leak. So when ice cubes come out, if you don't grab them in the first couple hours, you will have a solid block of ice in your ice, in your ice tray at all times. Wow. God. And then, and then even the cubes you can get don't fit in your cup. (laughs) It
0: sounds like a, (laughs) sounds like a a problem. You're, you're experiencing.
2: I'm familiar with the issue.
0: (laughs) Did you, uh, did you delete your five star review on 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 Apple Podcasts or something, bro? What's going
2: on? <laughs> you should see the you should see the hunk of ice in the sink right now. <laughs> oh man, uh, it's, about, it's about the size of my monitor.
0: <laughs> well, That's that impressive. That would be incredibly inconvenient. So you could probably avoid minor water leaks in your freezer by uh, hitting us with that five star review and subscribing to this podcast. Um, but we're going to move it on. Uh, you know, so what we've got on on offer for you all tonight, uh, as always, we're going to hit up some comments. We had lots, lots of comments this week. Uh, so we got a little bit of time we'll spend there. We'll talk about the end of Match Week 20, which was last midweek. We'll talk about the matches that happened in Match Week 21, which was this previous weekend. We've had uh, one EFL Cup semifinal played, the other uh, was scheduled to be played tomorrow. Um, and then we may or may not talk a little bit about the transfer window as it pertains to our three clubs. We'll just play it by ear based on time before we look forward to the FA Cup. It's an FA Cup weekend, boys. We're back at the Cup. How does that? I'm really excited about that. I love the FA Cup. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I love the FA Cup.
1: This is the kids round. Right. Like when when, when there's semifinal or quarterfinal. That's when it gets exciting, but. This is the know, kids' round, which is fun
0: because like you get to see the academy kids trotted out. I hope so. you, I hope you play the children and you guys get sloshed by Chesterfield. I hope that happens, Brad, for disrespecting the cup. <laughs> uh, Says I the one know, that doesn't I, want
1: to talk I, about the EFL Cup. I want to. What I don't. Uh, know. <laughs> James refuses to talk about the EFL
0: Cup because okay, okay, okay. There's a difference here between the EFL Cup and the FA Cup. The EFL Cup is a. I'll talk about the EFL Cup when it comes up. Okay, we'll get back to
2: it. Sean, I'll let you. We should be trotting out that 6'6 six, six Peter Crouch with, with twists <laughs> that we did recall from Northampton down. Uh, you see this kid? 6'6 six, six skinny striker. Dude, he's... I'm like, okay, better be Peter Crouch because that's not going to be easy up in Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> like, he better have some footwork, buddy. I
0: mean, to be fair, he'd probably put it... He'd probably not Meg Harry Maguire, so he's probably okay. Uh,
2: well, I think... <laughs> I think Jimmy could not make Aaron Maguire.
0: So. <laughs> Speaking of Jimmy, Jimmy had some thoughts, boys. So Brad, Uh-oh. Yeah. you asked for this last week. He asked you asked yeah. for updated penalty statistics. Jorginho is now at eighty-six percent. James Milner is at eighty-six percent, though he does Wait. give you he does give you a caveat that Jorginho is up two one hundred two tenths of a point uh if he doesn't round. So your your boy Jorginho did overtake overtake Milner finally thank you thank um, you that's all that's all we needed here jimmy does also want to bring up the fact that uh, chelsea have been awarded seven penalties this year compared to west ham united's five arsenal's four everton's four leeds' four city's four united's three and liverpool's three so there might be a slight discrepancy in terms of uh, the penalties that teams are receiving his specific quote on this is maybe anthony taylor actually prefers Chelsea and is only giving out cards to cover up all the penalties he's been handing out to them. Hashtag starting new conspiracies. What say you, Brad?
1: His conspiracies are wrong. So, so look, we're just going to take the two games that Chelsea and Liverpool have played. They've both been ref by Anthony Taylor. Chelsea has nine fouls. Liverpool has 26. Liverpool has one yellow, which should probably be a red card. Chelsea's picked up three yellows
0: and a red. Um, My response to that is stop cheating. Learn to play football fairly.
1: That's astronomically. That's literally just less than half of the fouls were cards.
2: (laughs) All I I hear is that Liverpool... All I hear is Liverpool know how to professionally foul and Chelsea just go in like ramb- rambunctious monkeys. What? They just barrel in there like Eric Dyer <laughs> is what I hear.
0: So it's so, so Liverpool, Chelsea are, are full of granite jackas and Eric Dyer. Yes. And
2: <laughs> apparently that's what I'm hearing is that you got nine fouls and you made all of them count. <laughs> <laughs> or oh,
0: Anthony
1: Taylor just doesn't want Chelsea yeah. to win. It's fine. That's entirely possible as well because we drew again. Look, Anthony Taylor is the ref and we drew again. Um our win percentage is below 50% when he is the referee.
0: Still. G- Jimmy has some thoughts on the Chelsea Liverpool match which I will get to when we talk to that game. I don't want to spoil that. Um but we had this we had a we had a conversation last week about fixture congestion. Um and Sean, you were you were you were, it sounded like you were of the opinion last week that you're like you don't think fixture congestion is that big of a deal. Everyone has to experience it. So just deal with it and move on is that kind of
2: yeah that's the general outset of like yeah other other places have a break and they're used to that but like we, we it's not new in england like everyone deals with it every year okay like you like Klopp should know that before he even moved here
0: all right so jimmy's jimmy's comment on that specifically says the fixture congestion is not only a Klopp concern every manager in the top six club that competes in Europe consistently complains about this. Jimmy might be wrong about this, but I think England is the only country with two domestic tournaments uh, that the top teams compete in. Germany does get a holiday break to rest, which is pretty great. He's not sure about the other leagues. Uh, He doesn't remember seeing uh, Italian teams or Spanish teams uh, playing over the winter break. He goes on to continue, says, I like the I like Boxing Day, um, but why not have a break until the second week in January? So play Boxing Day and then have a two week break until second week of January. It would go a long way to help player health and safety. Um, And then he's going to talk about he might go look. He might go into looking for uh, injury statistics um, and compare those to other leagues, um, which he thinks would be an interesting stat. Um, I I generally agree with Jimmy um, that. The Premier League could benefit from a winter break um, if you compare it to the other European leagues. Having the second cup does create some amount of fixture congestion. Though there's not that much EFL Cup being played in this period, you could transition some other games elsewhere is, I guess, the idea. Um, but um, before, I guess the- before I let you respond to that, Sean... Will also had a comment. He responded to Jimmy, Jimmy on on YouTube. So I'm just going to go right into Will's comment real quick. Um, Will says because he does uh, he does provide us some context. Italy does have a two week break. Fits, uh, and he says the that he, that England not having a break fits in with England putting profits and marketing above players and teams. Another solution if you want to have games every day, and not have a full slate on Boxing Day. Drop down, drop down the Boxing Day fixtures to four or five games, and you still get TV games every other day, every day without the absurd scheduling. He uh, goes on to say, Germany also has the advantage of only having 18 teams in the top flight. Um, there have been calls to do that in Italy, but he doesn't see it happening, and he certainly doesn't see it happening in England.
1: That's four less games, right? If it's 18 teams as opposed to 20? My math wrong? Sean well, math. Well, well, what he's saying is that they play less games. Yeah. Yeah. They also don't have, well, like so for every top six club, right, or top seven club now, you have European football on midweek. You have EFL Cup at the beginning of the year. Come this time, you start getting into the FA Cup games. Like it just, there's always a midweek game. So, I'm I am all for a winter break and I think it also makes sense for the um for the transfer window. You get that time to fix the squad, get players in without them having to play a game 2 days after putting on the jersey. They get some time to like bake into there. So I think I think it improves everything. I'm I'm for a two week break. I don't think you can do it around Boxing Day. Like I think Boxing Day still has to be a thing cuz Boxing Day is the English tradition. <laughs> Sean,
0: do you do you think the English football would benefit from a from a break?
2: Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's a really good solution. What I'm saying is Klopp needs to shut up and complain to the right people. Like complaining to people holding a a tape recorder in front of you while you're on camera doesn't help anything. Get your people up... Get FSG in the offices of the FA I mean, and figure it out. Like
0: I, I would imagine that Liverpool, and I would imagine that they are also going through the proper channels to have these conversations. I, I don't think that he's only talking to reporters about it, um, but at the same time, you know, if the reporters ask you about fixture congestion, like what are you going to do? Um, I think it's an interesting idea. Well, so I'm going to back this up again. England was getting ready to implement a break. And the way it was going to work, it was going to be staggered. So they were going to have... And we did this one season, I think in 2019, in the winter of 2019. So the 2018-2019 season. So the year before COVID. Um, So 10 10 teams would be off week A. And then the next week... Ten teams would be off week B, and I think it was actually around like an international break or something like that. So it was staggered, and it was in January. So each each club would effectively get two weeks off somehow. Um, I, I forget about I forget how the specifics work about it, but they did a staggered a staggered winter break, um, and so they were getting ready to implement that, you know, in perpetuity. Uh, but then COVID hit, and the schedule's been being screwed since covid because we had the covid season and then we had the the next season, season well the, the next season which had to get started a month after the fa cup final and then this season um which which is we're we're in that season now where's that yeah, last? yeah we're season? in the season after
1: covid no we're in the season after COVID. yeah we're,
0: so we're in the season after covid right now and then yep. next next season is the world cup season yeah so there's like literally no stop yeah so but
1: maybe this this summer has a small break, but not a big one.
0: I mean, I think that they're going to have to start the season like August first. Anyway, we'll talk about, but but so like like England was getting ready to implement a two week break, so or and to implement some form of a winter break for teams. So clearly, it's something that English that that England would value. I I, I just think that they need to stop doing a game on Boxing. I, I love Boxing Day. Have all ten teams play on Boxing Day. Screw the day after boxing day. Who cares? Stop playing Stop playing a game two days later. We should never that. schedule a game 48 uh, two days later. Give at least two full days of rest for every team, and if you don't want if you want to have games every day, then have seven games on boxing day, one game the day after boxing day, two games the day after. The day after boxing day or something like that. But give every team adequate rest. Stop this insanity of playing on the 26th and the 28th. Make sure that never happens. And and I think people stop complaining. So, um, Will also has another comment for you, Sean. He says, uh, does he doesn't really care about the super supercopa in Italy, but he's really pulling for a win now after all the shit you were talking about, Juve last week, having not won a trophy. Um it's kind of a throwaway comment. Um, okay. This
1: he gave he up on the league real quick. <laughs> uh,
0: I think they're only twelve points back right now, which is not insurmountable um, in Italy. Um, anything can happen, especially when we're talking about Juve as compared to like like. So Arsenal were twelve points back of City. Like that was never. That was probably not happening. Um, it's certainly not happening now after City got. A very lucky victory against arsenal um yeah. but that probably wasn't happening but in italy i feel like you they are never out of it until they're like mathematically out of it but um he has i don't think you're stopping milan there was uh, there was there was some talk uh boys on on comments on youtube about uh i'll just read it for you uh will says i wouldn't have guessed that so many people here follow chess when's when's the rcr chess tournament Let's do it. Who wants to have have a chess tournament?
2: Never played chess.
1: You ever played chess? That's such a lie, Sean. That's the biggest lie. You never played chess well.
0: You forgot. You you missed a word on that sentence. Never played chess well. Um, So Will says, uh, and Sean, if he beats you, he wants a Chiellini poster behind you on the wall. Retired. And, (laughs) And Jimmy responded with, if we both beat Sean, Sean needs to blow a kiss to the poster. Um, so this I'm is
2: not putting i'm not putting any bets on my chef, <laughs> chess prowess i can tell
0: you that um so here's what we're doing listeners uh we are going to start dropping our discord link in our youtube comments and they'll go up with the podcast com uh the pod not comments the uh the notes the show notes so uh, our discord link's going to be on there uh, i've created a channel in our discord you can come it's a ch- it's called chess all right so if you want to play chess Drop your dot drop your chess.com dot uh, you know, bio info in the in the chess discord uh, discord channel. And we'll start playing some chess and uh, maybe in a couple weeks we'll have a little tournament of round robin tournament. Have a uh, uh, red card radio world chess championship. See who reigns supreme. Uh, maybe we'll, we'll have to set up some ground rules on times and things like that. But uh, yeah, let's do it. Red card let's radio. Do people, let's do it. Let's play some chess.
1: I think, I think, I think the votes passed. It's two votes. Yay. One vote. Maybe. Well, so, I, um,
0: I've already, yes, I've already created the, uh, the chess channel in, in the discord. So like it's, it was happening. Yeah. The tournament is happening. I knew that you guys liked to play chess. So there's a, yeah. there, there's a rumor that you and Brad, when you were roommates in college would have a, a chess game always happening between you two. Yeah. There's a rumor, but yeah, that, those were the comments from this week guys. That's what we had going on. Um, So things to look forward to. Join our Discord and we'll play chess. Um, But let's get into into Match Week 20 and Match Week 21. uh, What was played in the Premier League. Uh, We'll prime this all. I'll pull up the the table so we can take a look at that. Um, But yeah, so league table pretty unchanged basically um, weekend we got city still on top uh, Chelsea are in second Liverpool are in third though they have a game in hand on Chelsea Arsenal are in fourth also have a game in hand on on Chelsea and Manchester City um, West Ham same number of games played as Arsenal uh, in fifth Tottenham are in sixth though with their games in hand they need they have two games in hand on Arsenal and Liverpool uh, three games in hand on city. So in theory, they could uh, go four points clear of Arsenal for fourth place if they win all their games. Uh, But there's a super important North London derby coming up in two weeks, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, Manchester United are in seventh. Wolves are in eighth on 28 points. Brighton and Hove are in ninth. Leicester City are in tenth. Uh, Bottom half of the table, Crystal Palace uh, stay even at 11th. They're on 23 points. Brentford uh, in 12th on 23 points. Villa are in 13th on 22 points, uh, 14th is Southampton, 15th is Everton, 16th is Leeds, uh, and then we get down to the four teams that are probably fighting it out for relegation. We've got Watford currently in 17th uh, position on 13 points. Uh, we've got Burnley are in 18th on 11 points, Newcastle are 19th on 11 points, and Norwich City are in 20th on 10 points. Um, it kind of seems like those are the teams that are going to be duking it out for relegation. Um, so if we just kind of... I'm going to throw, throw some things at you. Uh, Newcastle and Norwich have the most games played out of those four. They are on 19 games played. Uh, so both of them technically have two games in hand on the league. But... Um, If we compare them to their relegation rivals, Burnley have played the least number of games. They've only played 17 games so far, and Watford have only played 18 games so far. I don't know if that's a good thing for any of those teams because um, I'm just going to throw it out there. Those games are probably losses for them, Uh, but they are points, potential points that they could take and pick up. Um, So that's kind of how the relegation situation looks now. Of course, Newcastle is kind of an outlier here because they're about to <clears throat> splash some money in January uh, to get some players in so they can hopefully change their fortune. Um, they
1: already um, did. They yeah. already got one in. Yep, that's true. I was oh, going to get, get to that.
0: Who
2: did they bring? Uh, Trippier. Your boy. Oh.
0: That's not that's officially so official yet, but he was in Newcastle doing... Uh, His medical, medical things and things like that this morning.
2: So well, that's, that's, it was also funny. I guess we'll get to it at some point, but it was also funny that earlier, I guess maybe on the weekend, I heard that Luca Digne wanted to go back to um, Champions League football. So, you know, he's not, he's not satisfied with being on the bench at, at Everton and would like to go back to a PSG or, or a Lille or something like that. And, um, and then just today, I, I was listening to a Newcastle reporter that says there's a strong groundswell to get Luca Digny into Newcastle. And I was like, that's the opposite direction, brother. People are the
0: wrong way. He <laughs>
1: well, saw championship.
0: Oh, he got he got saw champion was like, yes, he got, he he got confused. confused. Well, the thing no. about, and I'll, I'll, we'll talk about this here in a little bit when we talk about transfers, is that there are some interesting things that I think Newcastle could do with player contracts and the way that they structure contracts um, that make them in-, in attractive option in both the short-term and the long-term,
2: depending on whatever happens this season. So um, but we'll, we'll talk about those. I think those two signings, if they can get that, that immediately helps your team, having two really good fullbacks. I'm
0: going to throw, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw two, two players out that I think Newcastle should go after as well that would be inexpensive um, for them as well.
2: I guess we'll, we'll cover it when we yeah. get there, I guess.
0: Um, but just to uh, to wrap up Match Week 20 now, uh, just to kind of prime everyone, when we recorded last week, half of the games had been played. Um, now uh, all of the games in Match Week 20 have been played. So the games that still needed to be played were Chelsea-Brighton. Che- that's a 1-1 draw. Uh, Brentford uh, hosting Manchester City. Manchester City won that game 1-0. Everton and Newcastle was postponed. And Everton was uh, – excuse me – Manchester United were hosting Burnley. United get the 3-1 victory over Burnley. Um, so that's the way that match week 20 ended. If we fast forward to match week 21, which was the weekend, uh, weekend slate of game, uh, Manchester City was coming to North London to, see, to face Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal lose that game 2-1, uh, City win 2-1. Um, controversial game. I'll say the least. Um, Leicester and Norwich was postponed. Uh, Watford hosting Spurs. Spurs get the 1 0 victory. Um, Palace and West Ham United. Why are you shaking your head, Brad?
1: Uh, Spurs didn't deserve that dub,
0: but oh, we'll okay, get to okay, that. Okay. Uh, Palace yeah. hosting West Ham. Uh, West Ham win two, 3 to 2. Uh, Brentford hosting Villa. Brentford win 2 to 1. Everton hosting Brighton. Brighton win 3 to 2. Leeds hosting Burnley. Leeds win 3-1. to one. Southampton and Newcastle was postponed. Chelsea and Liverpool played to a 2-2 draw at Stamford Bridge. And Wolves were away at Old Trafford. And they stole a victory. All three points at Old Trafford. Uh, Wolves uh, heaping uh, the pressure on Manchester United and Ralph Ragnick. Um, that was not a very long new manager bounce for, <laughs> for Manchester United. Yeah. Um, but I don't know where you guys I want to it. I don't I don't know where you guys want to start uh with that slate of games. Is
2: there anything that it. you Yeah, go yeah, for shot. I got a bone to pick with Brad. Uh why didn't we deserve to win that game?
1: Um well, if because Watford we wasn't in, in, in front of the goal money?
2: No, I wasn't going to say that.
1: If Watford was not inept in front of goal, they had enough chances to win that game. Watford was all over the Spurs. Spurs were were I playing terribly. Tell me this. Did you watch the game? I watched the whole first half. I didn't get to watch the second half. The first half the, the first me, half so was the, absolutely James, terrible Tottenham let me,
2: football. Let me run through the stats of all over Tottenham. <laughs> let me run through. Shots six to twenty one, Tottenham. Shots on target, four to nine. You fucked up, Rabbit. Tot- Tottenham. Possession, twenty five percent to seventy five percent, Tottenham. Won't, won't go into the passes. How about corners? Three to seven. How, it, what is your definition of all over? Because I watched the game. Tottenham was battering them. It was amazing that none of those balls were going in. <laughs> I disagree. I think
1: Walford played well enough for a draw.
2: What I Wofford played is, well
1: enough for a draw.
2: What I will say is shout out to Bachman because he had the game of his life. <laughs> He, he had was back a few there great saves. He had a couple of great he was saves. Back yeah, there fight for his life. I'm, when he got back into the locker room, he had to fist fight both of his center backs.
0: <laughs> so I I caught the tail end of this game. I forget what I was doing, but I turned it on, and holy crap, was that such a trash goal that they scored it was. at the end? And the only reason I say it was a trash goal, I, I think that the Spurs played it well. It was a good free kick. It was a good header from Sanchez. But Watford didn't defend it in the slightest. All no one their, jumped. No, all of their players were just standing on the ground. Like it, nobody challenged the ball. I was, I was like, this is, this is exactly encapsulates why Watford are two points safe right now from relegation. Like it, it perfectly exemplified why they're where they are. It's like in the 94th minute, this is how you're defending a a, a free kick that's 20 yards from your goal.
2: Like, come on. Come on. I'm not on. disagreeing with any of that. I just took <laughs> offense with Tottenham did not deserve the win. Yes, they did. They were.
1: Okay. Okay. Is, Maybe I said that wrong. Maybe I said that wrong. Watford that deserved a point though.
2: Was, okay. I'll give Watford you that. Watford deserved
1: that, a point. Let me say it that way. Watford I, deserved a point. I think that keeper was fighting for his life, man.
0: I think you need to be careful saying that if you only watch the first half. Because um, <laughs> it, it sounds like Spurs turned the screws in the second half.
2: Oh, my God. No, the whole game.
0: Well, I didn't watch the game, so all I watched was the trash can defending in the last minute by Watford. Well, at
2: at first, at first, I just watched the extended highlights, and I was like, "This is all Spurs." (laughs) Like there was a chance here or there for Watford. Like it was, but I'm like, "Huh?" And then, like, I actually watched the replay, and I'm like, "Holy Mac!" We had probably like, probably out of those nine shots on target, probably five of them were like. That's a goal. Oh, my gosh. How did he get to that?
0: <laughs> you know, sometimes you're watching a game and you're like, Yo, why does this keeper have the – why is he having the game of his life against us? And like we, this, I think this happens to us more because we support a big club and like especially like when our team is playing well, it's like, OK, we expect to win every game. I know there have been seasons where I'm watching Arsenal. I'm just like, yeah, we're going to win. And then we come up against – whoever and their keeper has 14 saves and arsenal like it's a draw nil nil and you're just like this dude played out of his damn mind like next week he's gonna let he's gonna he's gonna fumble four balls into his net he's gonna have there's gonna be six own goals for this team but today against arsenal or you know insert big team it's like this dude played out of his mind like it's just it happens sometimes so like it's good that you got i mean like it's good for spurs that they were able to find a winner
1: Yeah. yeah well Two things, but we like two things. I said this earlier. It's it's a good one for Spurs because who, Spurs don't play well with the ball, and that's why it's only one goal and it's a trash goal in the ninety fourth minute. Seventy five percent possession doesn't should equate to a ton more goals. You're a hundred percent correct.
2: Brad, twenty one shots, nine on target. What do you mean? That's okay. they're creating. They're creating one opportunities. in the net. Sure. Okay. Yeah, that's what i'm saying though is like what i'm saying like, like what you're saying it but you're playing not against goal. a
1: championship squad you should have 21 shots and nine on goal
2: yeah, bradley you're not wrong let's let's go back to uh when you guys just played brentford about two weeks ago 15 shots Brighton. seven on goal good job i guess you didn't have very good offense you don't play well with possession clearly because you had 68 percent possession and you only had seven shots that's on goal, what bradley. we're supposed to do terms, that was bad offense, and you don't do well with possession.
1: That's what we're supposed to do. But Chelsea generally dominates possession. So you could look at any other game as well that we dominate You're possession. This. What? Tottenham doesn't. Tottenham is a counterattacking team. Am I wrong? Just is, gave you the numbers. Is Tottenham a counterattacking team? Yes or no? Are, are you arguing with numbers? Is Tottenham a counterattacking team? Yes or no?
2: Did the numbers say that they did well with the ball or not?
1: It said they didn't. One goal.
0: Could you not? Can you not see the fact that they played good offense, but maybe the keeper had a good game? I sure, sure but stats don't say that. Okay. That say that there was nine shots and one goal. So I think that you're arguing from a point of ignorance here, unfortunately. Now, if you had watched the match, like watch the entire match, watch the second half. And still have this opinion, I would be willing to entertain your argument here. But the issue is, is that since you didn't see the second half, like you can't like discount the stats at this point because that's all you have to go on. Right. So I think your argument is that like this team is trash. 21 shots, nine on target should equate to more goals. But as I just said, sometimes keepers are playing out of their mind. I I, thought I'm, inc- I'm inclined to believe that Spurs played well, and I think this is indicative of Spurs recently because they played well against Liverpool. Um, what what happened today? But, anyways, we can we'll get to that. It's the League Cup, man. No one cares. We'll get to that.
1: Um, That's a lie. We both put competitive teams out there. I well, yeah, I know you We're did. Semi-competitive teams. We both put semi-competitive teams with injuries and COVID. Bro,
0: you guys both played iterations of your first 11 I was disappointed so no, um, what do you what iterations of your first 11 we changed formations anyway okay anyways anyway um so I mean I'm inclined to uh I'm inclined to give you a yellow card there Brad and, and give the point to Sean that's my uh let me grab my book real quick oh um, oh oh I, did you finally I, find your I, cards I found, I found my cards give, look at that give, give, give Brad the yellow card this is a bad argument.
1: One year, one year into the pot, he finally finds his yellow card and red card. For that, you're getting a red card, bro. <laughs> I, I've, I've had
2: these cards for the longest amount of time. I, I found what I wanted to, uh, what I wanted to find. Okay, Brad, hit him with it, Sean. This is the exclamation point on the numbers argument. And if you have anything after this, you need to go light him up, bro. Daniel Bachman made seven saves against Tottenham this afternoon. That is the most by a goalkeeper in the Premier League this season. Saves can count from passes,
1: too. I got Sean to walk away. Yes. Yes. I got Sean to walk away from the mic.
0: Yes. But unfortunately, but unfortunately for you, Brad, you don't know. You don't know if they're like Bullshit saves or real saves because he didn't see it. That's true. That's true. It's true. All right. We'll move on. Um, I want to talk about Arsenal City. Can we can we talk about Arsenal City? Yeah, yeah. that's rough. Can we talk about uh, Stuart Atwell? Yeah. What? Can
1: we, can we talk about him? D- sure. Did he borrow Anthony Taylor's soul here?
0: Uh, because this dude is trash. <laughs> um, so, well, Arsenal, I, so Arsenal might have played the best 90 minutes of football I've seen them play in a long time um, I don't know if we were deservedly up a goal in the first half um, but the goal we scored was great um, it was well executed, it was fast Saka took it really well um, we also should have had a penalty in the first half that was not called Um but whatever, we're up 1-0 at halftime. Um, City got the softest, and I mean these, not the softest. They got a super soft penalty. Um, and I think the reason why they got this penalty is because of the reputation that Granite Xhaka has and that yes. he is perceived to be a clumsy player and it's unfair to him. If you, I don't understand how the VAR ref... <clears throat> Uh, goes back, and when you slow down that play, so uh, the way it worked is like Xhaka's leg Xhaka's leg hit the City player. They, they like knee to knee. His leg was in front of him, but it was very minimal contact. And then the City player starts going over, and is holding his shirt. So when you add those things together, and you look at it in slow motion on replay, it looks like it's a foul. But if you watch it full time, like full speed in the moment, like it looks super soft. So is it is it unfortunate that Arsenal had a penalty that wasn't given that they should have gotten and City get a super soft penalty that, you know, if it's given, it's given, you know, whatever. Um, Yes. But to me, the most egregious situation was this Gabriel, this Gabriel second yellow card situation. So Stuart Atwell gave him a yellow card for dissent. Um, and then two minutes later gave him a second yellow card for a foul. A- according to Arsenal, and according to Gabrielle, his dissent was asking Atwell like where where the foul was or something like that. Apparently he didn't curse at him, He didn't do any like apparently he was just like asking where the foul was. And then like on the very next play to give him a yellow, another yellow card. So he gave him a super soft descent yellow card and then gave him probably a deserved yellow card for a foul. It's just like, come on. Like you want to talk about like having an impact on a game like that had an impact on the game. And then Arsenal played defense really, really well for like the next 30 minutes. And City get a very, very fortunate like the ball just ricochets to uh, I think it was Rodri right and he scores in the 94th minute and it's just like heartbreak Arsenal played well enough to win this game Um, if Martinelli scores the sitter in front of goal um, when it was an open goal uh, like um, like 10 seconds before Gabriel gets the second yellow card Arsenal win that game Um...
1: (laughs) Uh, I a thousand percent agree on these takes like Arsenal were playing amazing against City. It was it was a great game um, for them. And yeah, Martinelli hits that goal, and it's a completely different game. Um, that's, hey, look, refs aren't supposed to be known. We should not know the refs' names. We know, we know all of their names. We know all of their names because they all make themselves have an impact on the game when they don't need to. Yeah. You're it's, going to get yelled at as a referee. If they're not swearing at you and there's not 10 of them around you, then why are you giving out yellow cards? That was that. Yes, this the yellow was deserved. This the yellow that was a red. The, the second, second
0: yellow, the It's a
1: hundred percent deserved. Like there's no arguments about it. That foul was designed to be a yellow card. It stopped
0: the break. But that first yellow was so soft. Well, to be fair about the second, the second yellow card, it's not like it was like a breakaway. Like Arsenal had defenders behind Gabriel, so like Arsenal were going to contain the attack. So it's not like it was. It wasn't, I don't even think it was a professional foul. Like, I think it was. I think that, I think it was clumsy. Like, when you look at the way, yes, of course his arms go around him and that's what makes it look like a professional foul. Um, but like the way that Gabriel Jesus takes it off his chest, I don't think, I don't think Gabriel is expecting that. And so Jesus takes it off of his chest and puts it around him and he's just like, fuck. And like, Gabriel's hips and or Jesus's hips and legs go into Gabriel's and at that point that's the foul and then like he kind of wraps him up just to confirm the foul I guess or make sure he doesn't fall over I don't fucking know but I don't know man it's just like it seemed to me like it fit the narrative for Arsenal to you know I don't know get red cards and things like that in important games um and and like I'm not upset necessarily that we lost to City. I'm more upset that we should have beaten City, and it w- it felt like it was taken away from us. Like that's the part that's that's most annoying to me. Um, yeah, it wasn't decided by the players. It was decided by the ref
1: again. That's what it felt like. That's yeah. what it felt like. And that's what happened. So yeah. you're 100% justified in those feelings
0: would have made the uh, title race more interesting? Um, yes, but unfortunately, Chelsea and Liverpool decided to play a two-two draw, which um, helps no which was, one in, helps no one in the title race, except um, for the neutrals who like that, that first half of that game was awesome. Yeah, it was exciting. It was a very, very good game. I mean four goals and one half of football is certainly exciting. Um, so a couple I got
2: a, yeah, I got a question. Yeah Sean the hell is Everton
0: doing? Um, scrubbing it up dude. Everton's doing Everton.
2: things great. Like what What are you doing?
0: Yo, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like they're, uh, I, ex- I had high expectations for Everton this year to be completely honest. I thought that their team looked pretty decent and then getting a legit, a legit manager who knows the Premier League. Well, I know that you, I know that Carlo Ancelotti is a legit manager. Um, but he jumped ship the first chance he got like Rafa Benitez, I think knows the Premier League very well. I would argue maybe better than Ancelotti in my opinion. Um,
1: Hold on. Hold on. He jumped ship at the first, at the first offer. Well, Okay. Okay. So like, would you like a big Mac or would you like a flame
0: Yes. I get that. Real Madrid are are a much better opportunity than Everton football club. I'm not, I'm not arguing that it's not, but he made it sound like he just jumped ship for like Burnley. Like damn out, I, I don't
1: mean, know. he probably should have because like, isn't he a Liverpool legend? Rafa,
0: yeah. I mean, he won the Champions League with Liverpool, and ne- never won the league. But right, they had some. Yeah, Rafa had some good Liverpool sides. I mean, okay. half if you in the Champions League. I think he won two Champions Leagues with Liverpool, if I'm not mistaken. Um, here's
2: right, here's like well. I know
1: he's
0: one of their le- like he's one of their legendary coaches. Or I think it was that. just just 2005, right? Didn't they win in 09. I'm going to Google it real quick. Um, but uh, where is his honors managerial? Uh, Liverpool. It's 05. Uh, 05. Runners up in 06, 07. Got it. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. Everton, I had higher expectations for Everton this season. Um,
1: I think we all did. But they had the signing, like the... Best bang for a buck signing yet with Demario Gray for like one billion pounds, one point two million pounds. He's been he's been really good for
0: them. That kid is a baller. Um, I want to jump back to to Liverpool and Chelsea real quick because Jimmy had some thoughts about this. <laughs> so um, there were a couple incidents, well, one specific incident in this match. Uh, Sadio Mane <laughs> elbowed uh, Aspilicueta five seconds into the game. Uh, it's kind of a ball coming over the top, and Sadio Mane's elbow goes high, hits uh, Aspilicueta in the face, um, and Sadio Mane, Mane gets a yellow card for this. VAR does not intervene, um, and so the yellow card stood. Jimmy's thoughts on this, Mane's probably lucky. Two reasons why he thought he wasn't sent off. First, it's five seconds into the game. Second, he never looked back at Aspilicueta. Um, he compares it to the, to the Robertson and Ronaldo challenges from the previous week, and um, and that, that
2: challenges that were hard um, and overly aggressive. Um, yeah, that was, that was curious for money. I don't think I've ever seen him play like that, but that was, it definitely visually looked on purpose.
1: Then he got the first goal. So
2: yeah, like, that's a like red and Chelsea like, should
1: have won this game.
2: Yeah, he he like, definitely. Went it's like a bad. red. It,
1: it shouldn't matter the clock. It's a red.
0: Yeah, I agree with you, Brad. A red card foul is a red... A red card challenge is a red card challenge regardless of the time. I 100% agree with you. That's the same... It's my same opinion that, like, a foul that's a foul in the field of play, like, outside of the penalty box, should still be a foul in the penalty box. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: But it, I think... they made that comment, to, to your point, I made that comment in... Uh, because you guys always say that Kane flops. the In the, uh, in the t- Tottenham game, there was a point where Kane's kind of back and down to use a uh, to use a basketball term in the box, kind of kind of figuring out if he wants to make a turn or make a pass out of it back to the defender and to the goal. And the guy has his arms around him like a bear hug and he's like leaning into him and then he starts to fall and the guy's just holding. Kane's kind of just barely keeping his balance because the dude's c- controlling him.
0: Yeah, that should be a foul.
2: And, and like yeah. and then the, even the commentators were like, yeah, it's probably not going to get called in the box. And I was like, what? Yeah, because he didn't go down. They actually said that they were like, you know, if Kane goes to his goes to the ground there, he might get a foul. Like, why should it matter?
0: Yeah, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Um, so that's his thoughts. He, uh, Jimmy, also thought Chelsea looked better than they had recently, and arguably dropped uh, two points more so than Liverpool did. Ultimately, his draw is bad for both teams. And after seeing the match and the money incident, he thinks a draw is an acceptable result for Liverpool, and Chelsea should be upset that. You guys dropped two points. What are your, what are your thoughts on this, Brad?
1: I agree with, I, I agree with him there. And I think that's saying something because like both teams are a little bit depleted from COVID and injuries more. So Chelsea has a, like has a ton of injuries at the back half. So for us to come out and play this well and Plušić's goal was awesome. Kova's goal was
0: amazing um there's a funny we picture, played there's a funny picture of Kovacic's goal and it's like it's like two pictures two frames next to each other and one they're of different angles and one is of like the chelsea crowd and there's just a dude like looking down at his cell phone oh right, i saw that right as kovic's just hitting the ball and it's like imagine being this guy and missing this goal because it was it was <laughs> a really good goal
1: yeah both feet off the ground volleying the uh with like the balls in the air and kicks it right back into the upper corner. It was a fantastical, yeah. um, I'd argue plus six was better though, with the control into the half volley into the top right hand corner. Um, yeah. and then Mountain had a chance late to get it old old over it? Uh, I, yeah, you know, we're how? American boys, so we're all going to cheer for Pooley. Like that's just what it is.
0: Um, only, only and is- then Mount
1: had a chance to win it. There was a ton of chances to win it. Um,
0: both sides too, I think. Like, yeah. I the end of the game. Bendy
1: played out of his mind, had a couple of killer saves on Salah and another one on Mane. But again, if mm-hmm. Mane's red is there, Liverpool score one goal, Chelsea score two. Mane's not there to score the other goal. Well, to be,
0: goal. to be fair, that completely changes the complexion of the game.
1: I, I, True. True. But based on the stats, based on the stats, Mane's not there to score that goal. <laughs> I think have, I think it is an unfair result. They would have result.
2: completely changed their tactic because they would have had to play 90 minutes with 10 men. So they're not going to play the same way. That's I mean, true. you
1: can argue that yeah. Yeah, but it's different losing a winger than a defender.
0: You, you can still
1: kind of keep most of your shape.
0: True. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Is right? Right? Like, like it, it it probably more impacts your attack than anything else no. and you keeping your yeah. shape. You're not um, taking a def-
1: an attacker off to bring on a defender because the defender got a red.
0: You've got your whole back line and your whole
1: midfield. You just lost one attacker. and Salah and Yota can more than make up for
0: Mane missing. How do you feel about Mendy um, losing out on Mendy for that? For, for, AFCON, for a month? For AFCON. For a month? You know what? That's why we got Kepa. Keppa Redemption Arc, I'm here oh, for it. This, this is the reason why you guys bought Kepa and then replaced I mean, him I'm with here. Mendy a year later, which just yes. for this moment. Yes. This, for this, this moment for AFCON. <laughs> you have the world's most expensive goalkeeper by transfer <laughs> by transfer valuation on your bench. And this is the moment. This is his moment this time.
1: <laughs> this is the Kepa Redemption Arc. I'm here for it. Hey, Man, he's have, number have, one in penalty saves for, uh, for Chelsea. So, you know, manager, manager Keppa will handle the situation just fine are, for the
0: are month. You, are you... Are you including like penalty shootouts? Like is that how you're getting that that situation? That's where, yeah. Because he's the cup goalkeeper and he plays in the cups. <laughs> and he has an inflated no. he has an inflated People, chance to save penalties.
1: He finally passed uh he finally passed check this last penalty shootout. Stupid. <laughs> so dumb. But but the cup redemption arc I'm here for it. Um it's a month. What is it? <laughs> it's what we had the the only game I'm really terrified Because let's be real terrified. um, Kappa plays probably in EFL Cup, FA Cup, EFL Cup.
0: City scares me. He's a goalkeeper. He can play every single game.
1: No, no. okay, but I'm saying if if Mendy's here, he's probably playing in the EFL Cup
0: or the FA Cup. He's
1: probably playing in both of those in both of those. Uh, If he's playing in the FA Cup, because we might probably start our third.
0: This would be this would be mind boggling to me. Starting your third goalkeeper in the FA Cup, but having your second goalkeeper be the goalkeeper in the EFL Cup, he's probably he probably just based on the timing would play the EFL Cups. So many would play the FA Cup. That's probably just based on the timing. But then later in the FA Cup, Kepa would probably come back. Um, anyway, I digress. Um, so, City, do you have another City. game? Another game that you're worried about?
1: I'm not scared of Tottenham
0: on the 23rd. Scared City on the 15th. They're only slated to miss two Premier League matches, the AFCON yep. players. And then,
1: and then we go to the um, Club World Cup. And so <laughs> we'll probably, we missed, we, we postponed the Arsenal
0: match. I think you guys
1: postponed two games there, if
0: I'm not mistaken.
1: Possibly. And then we'll, pro- and if we win the semifinal, which we should, um, then we'll probably postpone the um, Crystal Palace match. And then he's back. Or then we're back for Champions League.
0: You guys are certainly going to win the Club World Cup. Like I think so. You, we should, but there's been crazier things. UEFA almost always wins the Club World Cup. Last um, time we were in it, we lost it. So, uh, quickly, we'll talk about the EFL Cup. Uh, Chelsea beat Spurs two 0 today. Um, oh, I don't think we made enough fun of United because like United played
1: terribly. Wolves should have won by more.
0: I didn't watch the game, so tell me. Should
1: have. Wolves, I I didn't watch the, enough <laughs> of the game myself.
0: That's why I was just moving on, bro. <laughs> like,
1: but United played terribly.
0: Like I'm all here for the United. United are trash memes. I'm I'm all for it. Um,
1: I mean, that's what That's
0: what we're here for. I don't think that's all we're here for. But I mean, that's mostly it's a, what we're here for. It's, it's a big majority of what we're what we're here for. Yeah, um, it, it was a weird time for me. I think. I have ch- small children that need my need my attention. So the
1: the wolves the wolves won the battle of the Portuguese. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, That's all I wanted to get in there. Now okay. we can go into the EFL Cup. You, Brad, you get one minute to talk about the EFL Cup.
1: Because Chelsea's
0: utter dominance. Sean's not Sean doesn't want to talk about
1: it because Tengenga gifted us this dub. Like there's no other way of putting it. We played fairly well. Uh, Havertz scores a goal uh, with an injury. And then um, then Ziyech puts in a cross, hits off of Tanganga and then hits off of um, Davies and
0: goes right in. So, Brad, are you going to celebrate if you win the EFL Cup? Yeah, it's a trophy. Okay, just checking. Would you would you
1: would you not celebrate when you win a trophy? We'd ask Sean, but it's been uh,
0: 13 years, 311 days. It just it just feels to me that uh, Chelsea are punching above the EFL Cup. I agree. I don't know if Arsenal are punching above the EFL Cup, but it seems like Chelsea are punching above the EFL Cup. I don't right I don't disagree, but when
2: you
1: win a trophy, you celebrate. Certainly. Certainly. Right? I don't disagree. And the EFL Cup and the EFL Cup is the top four leagues trophy. Is it's not the entire English pyramid. So I would argue the EFL Cup is more
0: difficult to win. Wow. Please don't make that argument ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Um Arsenal Liverpool has been postponed. Uh Liverpool have a covid outbreak. Um So what does this mean for Gabriel's
1: Red? When uh, when does he when is he
0: suspended? So in theory as long as he's got two opportunities before the North London derby, he's got Saturday in the FA Cup or the return the first fixture in the EFL Cup on the 13th. Um if both of those games are are postponed, I I'm going to be flipping a table. Um <laughs> Like this is would not be OK for Arsenal to do nothing wrong, have like 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 we've done nothing wrong in this situation to be penalized for the North London derby. It would be supremely unfair, in my opinion. Um, that would definitely be a covid uh, like a, a, si- a situation where covid has impacted, impacted the like the legitimacy of the league because Gabriel's our first choice center back and missing, missing him when for an important league match, when we had three cup games scheduled beforehand and we couldn't play any of those cup games because of COVID would certainly be uh, an injustice in my opinion.
1: Because, because Gabriel can't play in the game that that's why the league is rigged. Not that, not that Barnley has four games in hand, I'm not saying no that, European football. We're,
0: we're talking. I'm, I'm with you. I understand. I know what you're saying. We're I know talking what you're about saying, like fairness and like the 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 like the viability of like the the integrity of the league is what I'm looking for, and and like I that think, that to me speaks to like the integrity of of the competition. It's situations like that. Situations specifically
1: like that. I think this season's integrity is worse than the COVID season of last year's season. Like start and stop because we never know what games are going to be played. You like we don't even know what players are going to be playing because they're not doing the bubble. They're not able to do the bubble. Um Yeah, that's my opinion. Are we really
0: It feels Wasn't the COVID season? We're like no, nah, this is a full normal no. season. The COVID season yeah. that was interrupted was 2 seasons ago. No. It was yeah. last season. Liverpool won I was, Liverpool didn't I was Liverpool. Correct
2: you Liverpool won the COVID season. Manchester City won last year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I Sean, you're 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 right. Brad's Brad's got us confused. Cause the COVID season oh, yeah. was nineteen twenty. Right. 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 right, you're right, yep. Yep. Then we had twenty twenty one. Yep. Okay. I'm glad that we cleared that up because I felt like I was going crazy. Um I want to talk about transfers, but we're running low on time. Would you guys prefer to hold on to transfers until next week? I mean, they might already happen, but That's fine. That's fine. It's more it's more I think that's fine. Okay. We'll we'll talk transfers next week and we'll definitely we're going to carve out some time for transfers next week. Um both like what we think would improve our teams and like what we want to see happen and things like that. Um so we're just going to we're going to look forward to the weekend. Um we got the FA Cup coming up. Um I have I believe, highlighted every...
2: Uh... Before, we start. before okay. we start. Okay, before we start. Because you guys know my running frustration. Where the hell can I find the FA Cup before I even go start looking?
0: It's on ESPN+. Okay. Yeah, so oh. ESPN+.
2: Everything, this Cup's on this t- channel. Conference League's over here. You got to find it on a stupid channel on the internet. This, this Cup's on Fox. This Cup's on NBC. This Cup's on ESPN. Get your shit together, Premier League, FA.
0: Yeah. So, uh,
1: soccer in general. Can we just pick one thing?
0: One. No, because everybody's got a different amount of money, and not not everybody's (laughs) got all of the money. Could you imagine how bad it would be? Um, Think about it like this: if one if one streaming platform got the rights to every major major league, how much do you think that subscription would cost? Thirty bucks a month. Fifty bucks a month. Ninety nine. Nah, it would not be nine ninety nine. They'd be, they would be, they knew if they knew that they were the only game in town. If they had all the five top European leagues, the Champions League, all of the major cup competitions, they'd be charging you an arm and a leg. That would be bad. Um granted, Probably
2: just as much as combining all the subscriptions <laughs> of all the places I have to go now.
0: Nah, nah, nah,
2: nah, nah. It's yeah, not, it's not because right now, right now, I have to have cable, uh Peacock, and ESPN Plus so how much is that
0: i don't know how much your cable costs but uh
2: probably
1: oh ncbs hold on you've got paramount because the champions oh well no you're not in the conference league anymore so you can drop your paramount subscription
0: um you're (laughs) such a troll brad all right (laughs) espn plus this weekend um i believe that i've highlighted all the uh all of the Premier League teams here. I could be wrong, but on Friday, Manchester City travel to Swindon Town. On Saturday, we got Millwall is hosting Palace. West Brom, you guys, remember them. West Brom are hosting Brighton and Hove. Leicester hosting Watford. Newcastle United are hosting Cambridge United. Swansea are hosting Southampton. Chelsea go to uh, host Chesterfield. Hull City are hosting Everton. Liverpool are hosting Shrewsbury Town on Sunday. Spurs are hosting Morricambe. Wolves are hosting Sheffield United. West Ham United are hosting Leeds. Charlton are hosting Norwich. Nottingham Forest are hosting Arsenal. And United are hosting Villa. Um, That seems like way more than... Okay, that makes sense. It would have been 20 games, but there are some. I get it now. That's I'm having a, a brain moment. Big there. brain. Yeah, I was having a Sean Math moment there. Um, any of those games stand out to you guys? Anything that you're looking forward to?
2: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hate you guys so much. I think. Yeah. Um, I, I mean.
2: mean
0: wait, want, how want, far up the pyramid is Cambridge? Point?
2: I was going to say, you want a technical breakdown of Newcastle-Cambridge? No, no, no.
0: I don't want a technical breakdown, but I want to like a, who's excited for the FA Cup? I would be more excited for the FA Cup, but apparently our match against Nottingham Forest is going to get postponed because Nottingham Forest has a COVID outbreak.
1: I mean, Nottingham Forest is interesting. They're the uh, first uh, English team to win the Champions League or win the big European Cup or London team, So, um, but um, no, uh, I-, I just looked it up. Um, Cambridge is in League One, so Newcastle hasn't quite fallen that far yet.
2: I uh, I would be more interested in the Norwich Arsenal game if it were played in an actual forest. That would be pretty cool.
1: <laughs> That'd be fun. I'm here for yeah. it. Um,
0: you guys are the worst. Sheffield you
1: Well, Sheffield United have fallen off of a cliff. They're like 16th in the championship. Yeah, they, in the championship, that's. I would say maybe we'll Sheffield United, but Sheffield United's fallen off a cliff. I right, so, um, so so Hull, Everton
0: might be levels. That's that's what I'm going. That's what I'm going. It's not levels, but Hull Hull are sometimes a tough draw in the FA Cup. Um I I don't remember the last time I don't I'm gonna have to Google this, but I don't remember the last time Hull City were
1: They just got out of they just went through um whatchamacallit? Where they like they almost
0: lost their club. Yeah.
2: Um were they, they were up. They were right, in the Premier League seventeen. Sixteen seventeen or fifteen sixteen. It was oh or, didn't yeah, they have, it was
0: 08, 09, 08, 9. they were in the Premier League.
2: I think the most recent was, was about sixteen seventeen. In the they were middle, fighting,
1: but then they went to I think that's when 14, they went to administration almost.
2: 1415. 1415. I knew it was middle yeah. teens. They were up yeah. Um
1: and then I mean West Brom, Brighton, because I mean it would have been interesting, but Brighton's playing much, much better this year. I think they're up to eighth down on the table. Yeah. Um, I, um,
0: I guess we say
1: Lester Watford or I mean, United Villa. Like,
0: those got to be the two that we have to say. West Ham United Leeds, uh, I think, could be interesting. Charlton Norwich could be interesting. Um, Leeds is interesting if they're healthy.
1: But, like, they're still missing their two biggest players.
0: I mean, they, they got bounced hard out of the... Uh, out of uh, the FA Cup last season because uh, Bielsa didn't really like understand like the importance of the FA Cup and he played like a huge reserve team and they got slapped in the third round. So I don't think Bielsa makes that mistake this year. Or maybe like maybe he did not not understand like the importance of the FA Cup, but like he didn't value it. Uh, he just assumed
2: maybe. Um, a draw to pull West Ham though.
0: Right? Yeah, especially with the way West Ham are playing this season. Um the West Ham are going to have to rotate players cuz they don't have a super deep squad. So like that's why I'm saying that like that could be an interesting match. Um Leeds don't have a whole lot to play for in the Premier League, so why not try and put your chips in the uh in They the also
1: do not have a ton of players right now. I think like they have like four or five injuries, especially like they're two
2: yeah. oh, no,
1: Rafinha is their most attacking player, but Bamford makes that offense run up front and then you're missing Calvin Phillips. Like Calvin Phillips had an awesome euros and was coming in there and then got hurt. So
0: like that is true
2: that they, they are Missing. He, he's back. He played on the weekend. But they are Cal missing Phillip players. They're no. missing players. Yeah, he played this weekend. Um, and
1: they won three-one.
2: Yeah. Any
0: uh, Any games been postponed? Not that I can tell. Um,
2: he yeah, wasn't I, on the bench, bro. He played. I'm t- Just look, Calvin Phillips did not play. I watched. I watched the game. He took a penalty. What are you talking about? He, he missed a penalty in the game.
1: Calvin Phillips for Leeds United.
2: Yeah. Oh no! Never mind. I was Calvert say, Lewin. It was who I was. He missed of. the penalty, and that's yeah. Everton. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes,
1: Leeds and Everton, the same yeah. club.
2: <laughs> no, I just. This was here in Calvin, and it was like, yeah. You got confused. So far part Leeds in Everton. Let's get
1: some geography here.
2: No, I'm not confusing where they're from. I'm confusing names.
0: <laughs> Though that would be a normal mistake you make.
2: Um, all right. I
0: think that's all we got. Yeah. Okay. So if you're still listening, which I really appreciate, first and foremost, that you are, um, and you haven't hit that subscribe button, we really would appreciate if you, uh, if you would, um, drop us a comment. Tell us what you think about today tonight's episode whenever you're listening to it um tell us if your team is uh, is playing in the FA Cup what you're looking forward to tell us uh give us some uh, some transfer talk uh Joel I would love to hear uh if you if you're listening to this what what's going on with Newcastle what you would like to see Newcastle do uh in the transfer window uh let us know what you're what you want your team to do in the transfer window we would love to hear about that and be able to talk about it next week um but yeah hit that like button hit the subscribe button Give us a follow, share this uh, episode with a friend. We would love uh, love nothing more than to have a new listener this week. Um, yeah, that's all we got tonight, guys. Uh, as always, uh, you can hit us up on Twitter. That's at KSBradG. It's Brad. You can talk to him, Give send him memes. Uh, down below that, Sean, he's at WhiteHeart underscore. Sean, I am at James Tiffany, and we collectively are at RedCard underscore radio. Um, Hit us up on Twitter, leave us a YouTube comment, uh, and we will talk about it next week. But until that time, you guys have a good evening, and we will talk to you all next time. Good night.